0: I'm Calista Anderson, a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared, equipped with the proper knowledge and ready for your precious baby, allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done, or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are, and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three, and my first two babies were back-to-back, only 13 months apart. Those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time, but it made me a fast new mom master, and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas to be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life, I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings, like a year in advance, and put so much energy into every last detail? Yet, we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings. To make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business, New Mom Boss, and started this show, The New Mom Boss Podcast, to help prepare women. For the most important job of their lives, becoming a mom. I am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby. We moms are changing the world one baby at a time, and I can hardly wait to get started. So let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the New Mom Boss Podcast. This is episode 73 and part 5 of the Mama Mindset series. If you've been following along, let me just recap what we've gone over in this series. So part 1 of the series, I talked about how your mindset can enhance motherhood. Like why is it even important to have this mama mindset? And what's the difference between mindset versus mama mindset? And so we all, I believe, need a good mindset, generally speaking, but having the added layer of being a mama takes it to just another level, a few notches above our regular pre-mom mindset. And so I talk about a whole bunch of stuff in part one. So if you haven't caught that episode, I encourage you to go back and just start from part one of this series so you can follow along and just binge the rest of the series. All right, in part two, I had on Steph Traska, and we talked about imposter syndrome in motherhood. Now, imposter syndrome is a term that is tossed around quite a bit in the business world, but you can really have this feeling of being an imposter in all areas of life, right? And it's not excluded in motherhood. So, we talked about that in depth, you know, not feeling like we know what we're doing or doubting ourselves and how you can navigate that. That was a really great episode. Well, I think they were all great episodes. Part three was all about self-care to boost motherhood. And I had on Jen Mergalis. You know, self-care for me is one of my part-time jobs because I know that when I am optimized, when I am taking care of myself and putting myself first, I can serve others better. Most importantly, my babies and my husband and just my household. So putting yourself first is not a selfish thing. It's actually doing your family a favor and everyone else who is around you. Because when we are full, you know, it's truly the cup runneth over and everyone benefits. So if you're not into self-care, I invite you to make it something you get obsessed with. And I don't even mean that lightly. Like, You have to do radical self-care, especially as a mom. And, you know, there's different seasons and different phases in motherhood. So obviously, that'll change depending on how old your children are. But as they get older, you know, things will naturally change in your household, like schedules and rhythms and things like that. But there needs to be a theme of self-care in your life. And I hope you listened to that episode. And then part four of this series was all about having a fit financial mindset for mamas with Allie Williams. You know, when you think about mindset, you don't automatically think money, but money is a big part of mindset. We have money blocks and just our thinking about money as well as the practical things about money and saving and when to do what and how to do it and all that kind of practical stuff, which is what Allie and I talked about in that episode. So this series has been all over the place as far as mama mindset. I have so many more ideas that I could put in this series, but I kept it to just five episodes because I really wanted you guys to be able to just, you know, have a quick win in getting started with developing a strong mama mindset. And I've provided the workbook to go along with this series. And if you haven't downloaded that, you can get that at newmomboss.com forward slash mindset which takes us to the final episode of the series, which is this episode. And I'm gonna talk to you about how you can return to your mama mindset. It's a rinse and repeat process. Having a strong mama mindset isn't a constant, but it is something that we can train ourselves to come back to whenever we're feeling out of alignment. And I believe that in order to have a fulfilling experience as a mom, you have to be in alignment. I've had this podcast for over a year now, which is really awesome and crazy, but I've been helping pregnant moms and new moms for several years. I've always drawn from my personal experience as well as my professional experience to help keep myself and other mamas feel aligned. And here's what I know. As a woman and as a mom, I want to feel bonded. Bonded in my book is when you're aligned with yourself and with others and your environment. So I have these five pillars. I call it the S5. And pillar number one is yourself. Pillar number two is support. Pillar number three is your significant other. Pillar number four is skills. And then pillar number five is space. So let me tell you a little bit more about each pillar. So pillar number one, which is mindset, self-care, all about you. And then pillar number two, support, is Your health team, you know, if you're a pregnant mama, it's your midwife, your OBGYN, and anybody related to your pregnancy journey. There are your friends who you've known for a long time, who you can, you know, share these happy moments with. And then your mama friends, your future mama friends, because if you are new to motherhood, you will definitely need these women, other moms who are on the same boat or similar boat. And then also, you know, your family, the different therapists you may be working with, whether it's a physical therapist, marriage counseling, anything like that. These people are all part of your support. Because remember, and I talked about this in part one of the series, remember you don't want to be a superwoman. There's nothing super about doing everything alone and by yourself. In fact, it's the opposite of super and it won't help you or your baby to, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just, you know, do everything because I'm a strong woman. Like that idea, it's really all over the place in movies and social media and it's all around us. Like that should not apply to being a mother. I don't know. It's not just being a mother. It's everything, right? Even if you're not a mom, like we need each other, and there's no reason to prove that we don't and that we can do everything and everything alone. Support is huge. So it's yourself, then your support. I like to also look at this like concentric rings, you know, like you are in the middle and then your support. And then pillar number three is your significant other, your husband, or your partner. This is another huge thing right like a lot of marriages end in divorce within the first seven years of having a baby because the first few years having a baby it's it can be stressful you know like it's a new dynamic in your relationship the honeymoon seems to be over it's all about the baby all about the home and money and work and without the proper preparation or giving it the attention it needs, it will affect the other parts of your life. These are all integrated and that's why I believe if you have all these pillars, you're bonded with all of them and you just have a stronger, a more fulfilling experience as a mom and life in general. All right, pillar number four is skills. What I mean by that is it depends on where you are in your motherhood journey. So if you're pregnant, the skills you would need to learn and hone in and get really comfortable with is things like breastfeeding. It is not talked about enough during pregnancy. It's kind of, I don't want to say foisted, but it's like dropped on you in like a 10 minute talk in a hospital class. And then you're kind of left to figure it out on your own once the baby is in your arms, which, you know, I'm all about hands-on learning and I'm a very hands-on learning like I don't really get it until the baby like it's in front of me and I'm doing it myself but there is so much that you can learn before the baby arrives that can be incorporated and expanded on once the baby is born so that's one skill um newborn care is another they can all Come naturally, and they can also be a little bit difficult because every baby is different and every experience with every child is different. So, just preparing yourself for these different skills. Now, as the baby gets older, you know, there's a new skill you need to develop as a mom and a wife. Learning how to smoothly run your household, whether you are the primary person that does that or you do that in partnership with your significant other. Learning how to do that smoothly is another thing that if it's strengthened, that pillar of skills is just going to support you even more. And then as time goes on, you know, after one kid, you know, you're kind of balancing the home and the, the baby and work, you know, time management really has to kick in after the first kid too. you know, adding on a second child or a third, you need to really develop good time management. So that's another pillar. Pillar number five, the last pillar is space and space means any environment you spend a lot of time in. So obviously your home, you get to set the tone of your home. And in my opinion, a home that is neat and I'm not talking about OCD, neat, but just knowing where things are and being a little bit organized will save you tons of time. You'll soon find out if you don't already know, you know, babies come with a lot of stuff and it's a constant purging, reorganizing, and moving things around so that you don't get eaten up by your home and all the baby stuff. So that is really important because you know, that's how our mind works. You know, like if, if we are in chaos, our mind will go to that thing in the room that is messy and it's a big distraction. So being somewhat organized and somewhat neat is only going to be helpful. It saves time and just cuts the distractions. And then also your work, you know, wherever you work, if you spend a lot of time there, that is part of your environment, which is part of your space. And that's part of pillar number five. Now, the mama mindset is a huge part of pillar one. And all the things we went over in this series can strengthen that pillar of self. That's self with a capital S, not just yourself. It's you, yourself, like your inner self, your outer self, you know, your physical and internal. And when you have that, you have a strong bond with yourself, which can play a big part in the postpartum period because there's a high, I don't want to say high chance, but it is very common common to have postpartum blues or postpartum depression. So in that pregnancy journey and postpartum journey, strengthening that pillar number one of self is at the top. So when all your pillars are strong, you feel balanced and aligned. And when they're not, you might feel unbalanced and unaligned. For instance, again, you, my pregnant mama is listening. You might be feeling busy and not knowing where to start to get ready for your baby. You're Googling what to do, what to register for. You might be ordering a couple books on Amazon that you're afraid you won't even have time to read before the baby arrives. You might be hoping that the information in the books are just going to absorb into you by osmosis, you know, and all that is probably making you feel a little anxious, a little overwhelmed, but you're excited and I get it. You're an excited, but a little unprepared mama for the time being anyway, and that's okay. I know that starting with yourself And that's capital S, yourself, will help you get into the rest of the pillars, the five pillar alignment. Because the self is the first pillar for a reason. And I wanted to share this Mama Mindset series with you as a place to start. I know I've talked a lot about the pillars now and I really in this episode wanted to wrap this series on how you can return to your mama mindset anytime you want. And this sets up a domino effect for the rest of the pillars. And if you're interested in working towards being a bonded mama, strengthening and integrating these pillars, I want you to reach out to me and let me know because I am putting together a small work group to workshop this s5 method with this group is ideally for pregnant mamas because it would be ideal to become this bonded mama before baby arrives but i do want to extend this to mamas in the first six months postpartum i believe the first six months can be the most bumpy if you don't have those five pillars set up so i do want to help those of you who do need it in the postpartum period So if this is something that sounds good to you, go to newmomboss.com forward slash s5mama so you can get more information and get on the interest list. All right, let's get into returning to your mama mindset. When to do this. I talked about this in the part one of the series about starting your day with a a good mindset, right? So when do you want to do this? At the start of your day. And that will change depending on how old the baby is because, you know, 24 hours a day, there's really no night and day in the first, you know, several weeks after having a baby. But whenever the start of your day is, you also want to return to your mama mindset. You know, all the work you've done in the workbook when you're feeling this. This is an acronym I love that I've learned from a few different people called HALT. So HALT is H-A-L-T and it stands for Hungry angry, lonely, or tired. If you're any one of these things or more or all, you want to stop, just stay quiet and return to your mama mindset. Anything that you've picked up from this series and the writing that you've done in the workbook that you like, things that resonated with you that you can just keep in your back pocket. So if you're feeling halt, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, remember, just take a minute Return to your mama mindset. That is the practice in the moment when you can recognize that you're out of alignment, you're not feeling great, you know, when things are hard. If you're a new mom breastfeeding and it's frustrating because baby does not have a good latch and baby is hungry, screaming, crying, you know, just reset in the moment and pick your favorite tool from the series. You also want to return to your mama mindset in your baby's milestones, these moments of happiness, of just being overjoyed when the baby first rolls over or first sits up or, you know, all the firsts. If you can capture that in your mind, and I'm sure you'll capture it on your iPhone or your phone or or whatever you have as well, but also return to your mama mindset. In a good way, not that you're diving into this bag of new tools that you've come up with for something difficult. You can also go there for the good stuff, you know, just enjoying the moment and just relishing being a mom. Another time you can really use the pause and just return to your mama mindset is when you do any re-entry, so re-entry is when you've been away from your home, maybe like a vacation, a short vacation. That's, that's what I usually think of when I apply re-entry to myself. You know, if I've gone away for a girl's weekend or a weekend away with my husband and, you know, just getting back into the routine of being a mom and needing that time to adjust It's a little bit of a re-entry, you know, going from a vacation mode to work mode in the home. It could also be, you know, once you go back to work, if you have been on maternity leave and now you're back into this new routine and coming home into a new routine, it's, you know, it takes a little adjustment and that's when you can pull your mama mindset in to help you with that. So those are just some instances where you can like say, hey, wait a minute, I need a moment. I need a moment to get back to my mama mindset, but I'm sure you can think of others and I hope you'll be able to just take that minute for yourself to go there. But one last exercise and it's in the workbook is to develop some mantras for yourself. When you take that minute to get back and return, have a couple things ready. Now, let me share some some mantras I tell myself and you can use these, borrow these, or obviously come up with your own. So here are some. This is hard, but I can do hard things. Now, I use that for a lot of different things, not just being a mom, but you know, in the early days, it is it can be hard and you you can do hard things, so you just have to remind yourself of that. Another one is I use my innate mother instinct with what I know and it serves my baby to the fullest. That's like a mantra slash intention, you know, and it's true. We all have innate mother instincts and then we develop these skills and learn skills and we put that together and that's how we really serve our babies, our kids, and just how we navigate through motherhood. All right, another one that I love is this too shall pass. And I use this both for good and difficult times. It's in the difficult moments when I feel like I just can't wait for this to end. And I know for a fact that this is going to pass. And just reminding myself of that just makes me feel better. Because nothing lasts forever in a good and a bad way. So I also like to think of that in those moments when I'm like reaching for my phone to capture that moment, like I talked about a little earlier, you know, that happy moment, the time we are bonding with our babies, like it's going to pass as well. And knowing that makes me cherish it even more. And then a few more. And actually, I use all of these a lot. The, The other one is easy does it. And easy does it is a big self-care mantra I say to myself all the time. You know, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I want to do things perfectly. I want to do everything thoroughly and it's just impossible. And so when I kind of get into that old perfectionism, I just tell myself easy does it. You know, it can be perfectly imperfect. And then I follow that up with how important is it? And that saves me a lot because, you know, I want to control my environment. You know, I talked about the space in pillar five and I am a big, like, I want things to be somewhat neat around me, but there are seasons where that's just not really realistic. You know, when you have a toddler, it's almost impossible to keep your house in a museum condition. (laughs) Not that I want to live in a museum, but I just see all the messes. Like I talked about, messes are distractions, right? It can be a distraction. And so I like to keep them to a minimum, but at the same time, if it's just overwhelming to think about cleaning everything up, it's like, how important is it? You know, is it more important to have the rug crumb-free or is it more important to play with my toddler right now in this moment? You know, things like that. I mean, it, it could be anything that small to an important conversation with your partner that can be a little sticky. It's, it's like picking your battles, right? Like how important is it? It's gonna really prioritize what you do in the moment, what you're gonna choose to do It's a filter, right? To just help you in the moment. And then, okay, I'll just share one more mantra. And this is for my mamas with newborns. It's so simple, but it was so helpful for me during the wee hours of the morning. And it is, the sun will come up soon. The sun will come up soon. Unless you live in like Alaska in a certain time of the year, like the sun will come out soon. You can't stop it, right? And so when if you're having one of those late, late nights that turns into like 3, 4 in the morning and you're exhausted and you're like, I just can't wait. Like, I'm so exhausted. Guess what? The sun will come up soon. It's going to be a new day and you're going to be okay. You're tired, but you're okay. And just reminding myself that I was going to see sunlight soon after a long, hard night was really comforting. All right, so those are some of mine, and I want you to come up with two or three of your own or borrow these, but if you download the workbook, I have you write three, pick the three you wanna keep in your back pocket, figuratively. So again, if you haven't downloaded the Mama Mindset workbook, you can get it at newmomboss.com forward slash mindset. I want you to take advantage of this free resource. And if you haven't listened to the series from part one, I just want to remind you to start there and then work through the workbook. There's a little writing and prompt for each episode and putting pen to paper will surprise you. I know for myself, and I also have heard from many other people who journal, that things just come out of you through the ink and onto paper that you didn't even know was inside you. So do yourself that favor. All right, mama. So we have come to the end of this episode and the Mama Mindset series. If you enjoyed it, let me know on Instagram. Send me a DM because I truly hope it was helpful to you and in the end, helpful to your baby because that's the end game, right? The end game is changing the world with one bonded mama and baby at a time. Well, that's my mission and I hope you join me. And until next time, take care. Hey mama, before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to this show. I know you have a ton of choices out there and I am grateful to have you here if you found this podcast valuable, then chances are other mamas just like you will too. So if you could do us a favor, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We, I mean the future listeners and I would truly appreciate it because I'm sure you already know small actions can have big ripple effects. Also, if you're not already following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at new boss. I love getting connected in DMs and getting to know listeners and also seeing your stories. And lastly, if you're looking for a like-minded community to go on this new mom journey with, then join my free Facebook group called New Mom Lounge. Simply type New Mom Lounge in Facebook and you should easily find it. All right, I hope to connect with you soon. Take care.